You're listening to Health Call Live, the area's only live local interactive radio hour devoted to you and your health. Watch the video live stream on the Health Call Facebook page and call us with your questions at 447-1190 or toll free at 800-333-1190. Here's your host, health and wellness correspondent, Lee Kelso. Well, good Saturday morning. It is great to be back with you again. If you are new here, man, did you pick a good day to drop by. If you're a regular listener, welcome on back. Got some information for you today that I really think you're going to want to share with some other people. It's that important, in my opinion. I use myself as a guinea pig from time to time, trying out oh devices, diet supplements, other things that I might cover here on the radio. And today, I'm able to explain to you why I am 99% certain that at this moment, I do not have cancer. So several weeks ago, I went to a local lab and had two vials of blood drawn. They were sent off to California where some machines analyzed my blood, searching for evidence of cancer cells somewhere in my body. It's a test that claims to be able to spot 50 different types of cancer, including the most deadly cancers that sneak up on you, growing without symptoms until, well, it's just too late for effective treatment. It's called gallery. The gallery test. And it claims not only to spot those 50 cancers, but it also identifies what type of cancer it probably is. So that gives your doctor a heads up on where to look and what test to order to find out was the test correct. So think about that. Thousands of lives, billions of dollars could be saved if this gallery multi-cancer early detection test really works. So that caught my attention, and I reached out to Megan Hall. She is the Vice President of Medical Affairs for Grail. That is the company that created the gallery test. And I encourage you to stop what you're doing and pay close attention as she explains how all of this works. And so what the gallery test does is it's looking for cancer-specific signals in your blood, and it's able to do that by detecting cell-free DNA, specifically methylation marks on that cell-free DNA that are shed by the tumor. And what this allows us to do is detect a common cancer signal from your blood that is common across a large number of cancer types. As you noted, we detect this common cancer signal from more than 50 different cancer types, including a large number of cancers that don't have a recommended screening test at all. And what that means is that patients tend to present at late stages when they have symptoms because there is no mechanism to detect these cancers early. So the gallery test can detect a broad set of cancer types across stages. And importantly, when it detects that cancer type, it can predict where in the body that cancer signal is coming from. And that helps your physician or your healthcare provider direct your downstream diagnostic workup. The test itself is recommended for patients who are at additional risk for cancer, Excuse me, that could be something as simple as age. Unfortunately, age is the biggest risk factor for cancer. So patients who are 50 years or above are at about a 13 times higher risk for developing cancer than patients of younger ages. And so that is one example of an additional risk factor for cancer. 
Great. So also, I would assume family members with cancer, those types of situations are also priority patients. Uh, just in disclosure, I um, have had this test. I know my results. We'll get to that in just a second. But I just want to let people know that uh, you and I have no relationship. I didn't get a discount. There was no promotional mention here. I contacted you after my test and was fully paid for. And after the results came back, just so we're all on the same page. So how accurate is this? If the test comes back and says, I don't have cancer. Can I count on that for sure? So let me just start by saying no screening test is perfect. Um, so it's not going to be 100% accurate in all cases. That said, this test specifically was designed to minimize the positives that we get. And what that means is that when you get a negative result, you can be very confident in that negative result. And um, I want to emphasize that this test is meant to complement existing screening, not replace existing screening. So a negative result is great news. I'm thrilled to hear that, that you got a negative result from the gallery test. But it's really important that you continue to get your guideline recommended screening tests. Because again, this test is meant to complement not replace. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Still going to do the colonoscopy and the prostate screening and all of that. Absolutely. Wouldn't go without it. So let's let's just make sure we're clear on that. So if you get a negative, then you're very confident that there is no active cancer. If I get a positive uh, signal for now, and, and let's be clear about that. This is a signal that cancer may be present and it is not a detect. It's not a diagnosis. If I get a positive signal, what is that telling me? So a positive signal means that the test has detected cancer, active cancer in your bloodstream. And what that indicates is that you should follow up with a confirmatory diagnostic test. So to your point, the test is a screen, kind of like mammogram is a screen. It's not a diagnostic. And so it's really important that if you have, for example, a positive test and it says we think it's breast cancer, then you need to get a confirmatory mammogram and do the diagnostic testing to confirm. Importantly, the test has a positive predictive value of about 45%. And positive predictive value is how likely you are to have cancer if you get a positive result. It's a really important metric and it's important to contextualize that metric. So that 45% is actually quite high. What it means is that out of 100 people who get a positive result, between 40 and 50 will actually have cancer. And it's important to consider for existing screening tests like mammography, for example, the PPV or the positive predictive value is about four and a half percent. So it's about 10 times lower. And that doesn't mean that it's a bad test. It just means that the test was designed very differently. And so with a four and a half percent positive predictive value out of every 100 positive tests, only between four and five are actually going to be cancer. And again, because the test was designed differently, it was designed to maximize the number of cancers detected because it's a really directed diagnostic workup. Um, it's able to tolerate a higher false positive rate than a test like gallery, where we specifically designed it to minimize the number of false positives. Now, what that means is that we are still able to detect some really aggressive cancers that don't have any recommended screening tests at all. This includes cancers like pancreatic cancer, liver cancer, gastric cancer, esophageal 
colorectal cancer, for example. And we're able to detect these across stages. So even at early stages, we have relatively good detection of these really aggressive lethal cancers that otherwise have no mechanism for early detection. So I'm sure the test has been on the market now for some time and available by prescription only. We'll get to that in just a second. What success stories have, have you heard? Give me some example of how this has really made a difference in someone's life. This is the fun part for me. Um, and, and I think for the organization is really seeing the impact of this test on, on patients' lives. So we have... For example, one patient uh, named Jim, who's done a testimonial for us, who had an early stage pancreatic cancer identified by this test. And he was able to have, he had the cancer detected by the gallery test. We predicted that it was a pancreatic cancer. He underwent confirmatory diagnosis and they detected the cancer. He was treated and is now doing fine. So that's just one example of many that we're seeing through our clinical studies and in our commercial experience where patients are getting asymptomatic patients who otherwise have no signs or symptoms of cancer are getting these earlier diagnoses than they would otherwise. Really, really important because we know that earlier diagnosis of cancer leads to improved outcomes. When you diagnose a cancer at an early stage before it's spread, the five-year survival is about nine in 10 patients. When you diagnose cancer when it's late, so after that cancer has already spread, that survival rate drops to only two out of every 10 patients. So it's, it's absolutely critical that we um, detect as many different cancer types as possible as early as possible. And the gallery test is one mechanism by which we can do that. And that is Megan Hall, the Vice President of Medical Affairs at a company called Grail. They are the creators of the Gallery Multi-Cancer Early Detection Test. If you want to go look for it online, it's G-A-L-L-E-R-I. So, G-A-L-L-E-R-I dot com. Now, the logical question is, what does this cost? How do I get it? If it's so good at finding cancer, why isn't everybody doing it? Why isn't it everywhere? And we're going to get to all of that and more as we continue here on the Health Live Radio Hour on WoWo. Welcome back to Health Call Live, where health information is free and the stethoscope is never cold. We're here to answer your questions at 447-1190. Now, back to health and wellness correspondent, Lee Kelso. And we are talking this half hour about a blood test that claims to be able to detect 50 different types of cancer and point you to those right cancers. What type of cancer is it long before symptoms appear? So, if you get a positive result, it's 45% chance that you Yes, you do really have that cancer, that the test was correct. If you get a negative result, they claim it's 99% positive, 99% confident that you are clear that you do not have cancer. Text messages coming in, people asking, uh, will insurance ever cover it? We get to that in this segment of the interview with Megan Hall. She is the VP of Medical Affairs for the company Grail that developed this thing. It's called the Gallery Multi-Cancer Early Detection Test. So let's dive into the science and find out how can it sound the alarm even before you know the cancer is there. All cells in the body, including cancer cells, blood cells, non-cancer cells, are shedding DNA into the blood. That's kind of a, a constant process. In cancer, 
there are specific methylation marks on the DNA. This is a molecular modification to the DNA itself. Um, it's a methyl group that gets attached to the DNA. It doesn't alter the DNA code per se, but it does alter the chemical structure just a little bit. And in cancer, there are specific methylation patterns um, that are indicative of cancer that drive cancer. These methylation marks alter gene expression. So they drive cancer. They also are a natural biological process that drive tissue differentiation, for example. So methylation patterns that turn genes on and off can tell a liver cell to become a liver cell, a skin cell to become a skin cell. And so what we found is that we can leverage those methylation patterns to detab normal methylation patterns that are indicative of cancer. So as the cells, including tumor cells, are shedding into the DNA, that DNA also contains those methylation marks. So we detect a common cancer signal. We're looking at a million different methylation sites across the genome in 100,000 different regions. So it's a really comprehensive, detailed approach. And we find a common cancer signal, a common pattern that is indicative of cancer. Um, and we do that by sequencing the DNA to find where those methylation marks are. And then we have a machine learning algorithm that can predict whether there is cancer. And if there is cancer, it can discriminate from among the different cancer types. So it can say, we think this is a lung cancer. We think this is a, a breast cancer. We think this is an esophageal cancer. And again, that will direct the downstream diagnostic workup that a patient with a cancer signal detected result would then undergo in collaboration with their physician or healthcare provider. Let's go back to the positivity accuracy. So you are detecting that there is cancer in my body and then secondarily you're detecting where it may be. Are those equally as accurate as a positive on the presence of cancer as equally accurate as the location or the, the tissue type of that cancer? That's a great question. So the accuracy for cancer signal detected is really dependent on how aggressive the tumor is. So first, we are, again, detecting a common cancer signal, and we are able to look at individual cancer types to determine how well we are detecting that cancer signal for a given cancer type. What we see is that for cancers that are responsible for the majority of deaths in the United States, so cancers that are responsible for two-thirds of the deaths in the U.S., our sensitivity is about 76%. So we pick up about three-quarters of those cancers. Again, no screening test is perfect, but that sensitivity is really remarkable when you consider that nearly all of those cancers have no other recommended screening test at all. There is no mechanism to pick them up at earlier stages when patients are asymptomatic. So that's one really important point. The cancer, the cancer signal origin accuracy, so how well we do when we do detect a cancer signal and then predict where in the body it's coming from, that's about 90%. So when we call cancer signal, we almost always get it right when we're predicting the origin. That is impressive. So you said those are for your, your best in the aggressive cancers. What about things like um, prostate cancer, thyroid cancer that are slow growing and and often can be there for years without any issues? 
So one of the really interesting features of this test is the underlying biology of the tumors that is driving detection. So I mentioned that we're detecting chemical modifications on the cell-free DNA. The more aggressive tumors shed more of that DNA into the blood. The tumors are growing faster. They're turning over more. They might be more vascularized, for example. And what that means is that, again, they those tumors are inherently more detectable. The flip side of that is that the more slow-growing, indolent tumors um, that may not have as much access to the bloodstream, they may not be turning over as quickly, shed less DNA into the bloodstream. And what that means is they are inherently less detectable by the assay. So, for example, early stage prostate cancer, the sensitivity is not as high as early stage pancreatic cancer, for example. So what that means is that we preferentially detect more aggressive lethal cancers, and we're pretty confident that the test is not going to be subject to a lot of overdiagnosis and overtreatment of these slow-growing slow indolent cancers that patients can live with for, for a long time before they might require any kind of treatment. Okay, I'm glad you got me there. So that is one of the concerns about tests like this is that we're going to have a flood of false positives, and that's going to cost everybody a tremendous amount of time, money and effort. Um, what are you seeing in, in actuality now that the test has been on the market for a while? I think we're seeing exactly what we expected to see, which is which is really quite remarkable. So the performance of the test in our real world populations is exactly what we predicted the performance to be from some of our clinical studies, which is just fantastic and really speaks to the rigor with which the test was developed. Um, I think we also are seeing a number of cases of really aggressive cancers getting detected. So we've seen early stage pancreatic cancers. We've seen some liver cancers, some gastric cancers getting detected at earlier stages in patients who don't have any symptoms or signs at all. Um, we're not seeing as many of the prostate cancers and the thyroid cancers, again, those indolent cancers that um, that patients might, you know, physicians might recommend to watch and wait on, uh, which I think, again, is really speaking to the underlying biology of uh, what the test is detecting and how that's translating to real world performance. So that is Megan Hall. She is the vice president of medical affairs for a company called Grail. And they are the developers of this test. It is called the Gallery Multi-Cancer Early Detection Test. Gallery being G-A-L-L-E-R-I. You can find them online at G-A-L-L-E-R-I dot com. So let me answer some questions for you. How much does it cost? It's not cheap. $950 is what I paid. Uh, you go online to Gallery and it, as you heard, it does take a physician's prescription. If your doctor isn't able to write for that at, at here in your local case, uh, you can go online and um, submit some information, fill out some forms, and a, a you know, teledoc, a remote doctor, can evaluate your likelihood of being a candidate for this test and then prescribe if necessary. It is not covered by insurance, not covered by Medicare. I asked Megan about that. Why are, if, if this is so great, why isn't everybody jumping on it? They're working toward that. They're, they're working with lawmakers to try and ensure that this test is going to be covered. So I got a negative test. How soon should you retest? Well, they're suggesting once a year. 
So the most aggressive cancers, pancreatic cancer, that kind of stuff, uh, grows rather quickly. Once a year is their recommendation. Not sure if I'm going to do that. I might go every other year. haven't thought that through yet, but we'll see how that works. Uh, some of the other questions people have had, I cannot, uh, they, 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 they were listening on the WoWo app and got interrupted. So here's the deal. You can go to healthcall.live. That's the website for the show, healthcall.live. And the video version of this interview with Megan Hall is there. It will also be out as a podcast just a little bit later today. You can look for that on all the major services. Really interested in this thing. Going to track it going forward. I'm going to have my wife do the test, see what our results are. And I'll keep you posted on all of that. Fascinating, this use of artificial intelligence changing health. And we're going to talk more about that in the next half hour as we look at how artificial intelligence can help spot heart attack years before they're likely. Fascinating stuff coming up in the next half hour as we take a look at the week's news headlines and more here on the Health Collive Radio Hour on WoWo. Podcasts by Federated Media.